everyone. Welcome to Private Club Radio, where we go over any and all things private club related. Country clubs, yacht clubs, golf clubs, city clubs, athletic clubs, you name it, all the clubs. In this episode, I'm chatting with my good friend, Ben Lorenzen, from over at Champions Run. And we go over trends for 24. This has been my my trend uh, my for these upcoming episodes is, hey, what is the forecast looking at for 24? What are you thinking about? What are you doing? So a lot of the people and conversations I've been having is, hey, what's going on? What are your plans for 2024? So we discuss innovative club events, creative planning for unforgettable member experiences. Um, this one, we talk about some things that they did really well last year, how, how they're trying to bring it to the next level this year. They did uh, a floors lava night. They kill it with all of their club events, um, uh, family activities, adult activity, anything and anything fun related at the club. And we even came up with some creative ideas for how to enhance some of their current things. So we just have a really fun conversation. Um, we go over Ben's Creative Summit as well, which uh, him and the team put on there. And they just do a fantastic job. Um, I went last year. It was definitely one, the, one of the highlights of my 23 was going to the Creative Summit. Um, there's just such a energy. And he and I talk about it in the in the podcast, you can hear about it there, but um, definitely cannot wait for this year. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. So welcome uh, our friend who's no stranger to the club world, Ben Lorenzen. All right. So I just thought it'd be fun. We're heading towards 24 in 24, and uh, you are the expert when it comes to fun-tivities, anything fun, things club-related. So um between Creative Summit, all that jazz, what do you see uh, in terms of clubs and fun and just overall trends for 24 moving into like the year? What are we what are we looking at here? What what types of events? Yeah, so <laughs> I think the more unique events we can make, kind of the better right now. I mean, we're all doing the same stuff. I think in the club industry, it's we just see someone do something and then we try to copy it. And I think our members are trying to look for unique experiences. So it's trying to find fun things that are, you know, big right now and, and trying to bring those into the club and create those unique experiences for the members. So um, we're in the process of doing our 2024 events calendar, which is going to be coming out in about a week on um, it's crazy. The members want it earlier and earlier every year. Um, so now it's like, ah, January 1st, we have to have the events calendar. So it's challenging getting all the, you know, junior sports and all that stuff um, kind of dialed in. But I think the big ones that we're really excited for is uh, our Flores Lava Night. That's kind of our big one. That I was, was just a huge home run. Um, I was, popular. Ne- <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was at a viewing last night and this came up in conversation. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I forget how it just even came up, but it was about the clubs and just certain things. And, uh, someone was asking me some questions and, uh, you know, just talking about how amazing the club industry is. And then we was talking about, it, it just came up. And then I was like, no, one of my friends did like a giant version of the floors lava, like stop it. And I pulled it up and showed the video. Like, this is the most amazing thing yeah. I've ever seen. And it's funny because all clubs have pools. Most clubs have pools, I should say. So it's an it's an event that's easily easily replicable. Uh, lighting up the pool, making it look red, and just putting a bunch of obstacles where you jump from one, jump to the other, and and so when we did it last year, it was a huge home run, and we did it really late in the season. So 
now we've we've got that one dialed in and that's one that we're just looking at growing and how can we make it bigger and better and um so that's kind of the one of our highlights that's that's going to be in the summer i think doing our daughter dances our our date nights with the kids things like that um there's going to be the traditions and then it's just how do you find keep doing fun creative like kid nights um dodgeball is always a huge fun one that we love doing um and that's how do you put a spin on no dodgeball is it dodgeball in the dark is it yeah neon dodgeball it's how can you take something like a game or activity and then plus it make it you know even crazier and even cooler where you're not going to get that experience anywhere else Ooh, in, what if in you did dodgeball with black light paint and you put on like a onesie and like so you can kind of like throw it and you can see like the splatter and like, That would be sweet. So that's exactly right, though. Is like <laughs> that can be an awesome event. That one's going to oh. be an outdoor event, obviously. But it's like dipping your dodgeball in the bucket of yep. paint and then throwing it, you know, at the opponent. And so we just came up with an awesome idea right there. And that's that's something that I guarantee you, no club has probably done in America yet. Maybe at a summer camp or something. But I think that's an event that can be really, really cool and in an event that anyone could really do right and so well, and i think the fun thing uh, is you can yeah, make some of these do events for the adults as well or do like together but separate so because i i mean i'm i don't have kids but my friends do and it, we still want to do fun stuff and you know we're like we're like around the same age like we want fun things to do we want those unique experiences uh and just for our kids we want to have fun yeah. too we want to, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things that we want to have those Instagrammable moments. And um, we want to show everyone that, hey, we can have fun too, even though we're a little older. It's let's not let the kids have all the fun. And I think with us at the at our pool, our pool is the hub of everything that we do here. So a lot of times what we do is we don't just specifically say, hey, there's going to be dodgeball here. It's just part of what we call the show. So you come to the pool to just, you know, maybe lay around and go swimming from 12 to 5 p.m. You're going to get a couple experiences throughout that five hours that you're at the pool. And so that's how we always kind of set up everything that we do. It's we call it the show where you never know what you're going to do. But dodgeball could be one of those things. American Gladiator could be one of those things. We could have a zip line or a tightrope across the pool and we're going to do a game out of that. And so we never want to have people just know what's going on all the time. It's we want you to come here and then be surprised when you're here as well. And that's uh, that's something that we really drive home in the summertime. Um, but we've tried to start doing more surprise events, too, where we don't say what it is. It's, hey, come to the club. It could be a kid's thing. It could be the element of surprise is such a huge thing as well, which I know you did that thing that one time with um, like um, dropping the hints of kind of yep. they ended up at one of your shows. Right. That same concept. People want that mystery because even if you say, let's go to a wine dinner. Well, what what's all included in the wine dinner? What's the food like? People want that mystery of surprise. And some people want to know every detail, but a lot of people just want to, you know, the mystery of it. Cool my wife hate, I shouldn't say hates it, it's, uh, but like, I, I hate yeah. making choices, especially out at restaurants because I just try to mm -hmm. get new and different things. So I just narrow it down to two or three and then I'll just tell the this, the 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 person bring me out, yeah, pick one, I was, and they'll pick go. Like, don't don't tell me, just bring it out. 
because no matter what, it's going to be something that I was going to pick regardless. Ooh, and if fine. I don't like it, what's the word? It's, it's just, okay. It was like, I'm, yeah. I, I've never really had food. I never really it, liked. So I'm not going to like pick something, but it's all been good. Yeah. Like it just makes the the thing easier. They have like, like a little bit of like a better time. But it's one of those like same thing. Like I, I know it's going to be good. So just surprise me. Like I want to know enough. Like I want to know it's going to be good. I want to make some choice, but surprise me with the rest. Because at the end, it really is so, so and I know some clubs do a mystery dinner, right? Same concept is, hey, come to the club. You're going to have dinner. You're not going to know what you're going to get. And you'll have some options, but, um, you know, we're not going to serve somebody sh- seafood if, you know, they have an allergy or whatever. <laughs> your, but <laughs> your wife will give, we'll give people options in front of you. <laughs> and then the other piece with just events, which I love is I love the promotion of events. So. Even if we're just doing something simple and basic, whether it's a kid's night or a Valentine's dinner, what's a fun way to promote it where we can keep maximizing the number of people who are going to come to it? So finding fun ways to promote it, creative ways to promote it, maybe really funny ways to promote it, depending on what kind of event is. That's what I think we do really well is is the promotion side of it. And that's one of the things I enjoy most is what's the best way we can get the maximum number of people to sign up for this, making them laugh, making them cry um t- tugging at the heartstrings so looking back from the you know past year i don't want to say because like, there are no failures but what are some uh maybe flops some things didn't go as well maybe things you might have tried but didn't work but you're going to pivot for for next year a bit um because those are always interesting too it's not always you know fun and ga- or i shouldn't say it's not always fun and games with you guys because it is because it never rains at champions run but you know yeah at the, Sometimes people don't always see the, you know, the not so good things and you aren't afraid to talk about those either. So were there any, you know, learning things, you know, just uh, open the kimono, Ben, if if you may. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I can I can dive deep into over the years. I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think of like, you know, wrapping up Um, 23 or in 24. But no, really, actually anything. If if you want to go deep, great. I was just trying to keep it, keep it hip. Oh, have I talked about, I've talked about, well, I won't use that one. Well, one time we did a, it was called Bulls, Brews, and Barbecue. And we're like, this is going to be amazing. We're going to have a really cool country band. We're going to get the mechanical bull, which is expensive. Um, and, you know, with themed food, barbecue, all this cool stuff. And and we did really do our due diligence as far as looking at the calendar of, you know, what's going on in the area around of us. And we have a big school that's kind of biased that a lot of members are, you know, they're they belong to that school. They go to that school and they had some big event. And so our participation was so low and there's probably 30 people there. And we were hoping that we were going to have a hundred. And so we put on an unbelievable event for those 30 people, but it was one that we were really disappointed because you put all this money into it. It was, you could just watch the money burning like, oh boy, like this budget wise, we did not hit budget on this event. We're losing money. And so that was a big flop, but it's one that we came back the next year and and we at least had content that we could promote it for the next year. Because when you're trying to promote events for the first time, that's the other thing is you don't have video or photos of the event. And so you're trying to tell people come to this event without a lot of stuff to show them of what it could be. And so that was a huge flop for us. Probably our one of our biggest event flops we've ever had. Um yeah, that one was bad. Looking back on it, it was so much fun too. So, like I was there and I was I was riding so, the bull so and was I was just having considered fun. a flop because not as many people came. But it, it yeah, sounded it was like a flop it wasn't because a flop. Of, it was just because there was other priorities. Have you ever just had a flop that it was like 
the, the people yeah. had nothing else to do and it just did not work. <laughs> like where where you can't blame the like you know, local one actually, community for doing something. A, lo- a lot of times, um, you know, we'll do things rain or shine. We hate canceling events. It's just one of those things. We try to never cancel an event. It could be downpoured and we're supposed to be doing something outside. We're like, eh, let's go do it, right? Um, here in Omaha, Nebraska, we just did our 5K, our annual turkey trot. And it can get pretty cold around, you know, the holiday yep. of, of Thanksgiving. And it was it was probably like five degrees out in Arctic winds. And people keep texting me and emailing me, hey, is this on? Yeah, let's do it, right? And so we've had really big turkey trots with over 100 people. and then. This one was probably 20. And so um, it wasn't bad, but at the same time, we were proud that we didn't cancel the event. And you're just like, dang, man, you can't, you can't dictate the weather. And so that's one of the things we struggle with sometimes with our events. And I would say that was probably, I don't know if I'd call it a flop, but it was, it was, bad. we never had a really like full on, like this was a terrible idea. Actually, there was one. Well, I, I was take like, that. Thank goodness. I was like, there, there's nothing. <laughs> I will tell you. Yes, <laughs> there is one. And we actually, we were just talking about this and this was probably the worst event ever. So our kids Easter is huge. There's going to be 800 to a thousand people who come to our kids Easter party. And, and we, since COVID and even before COVID, we always do it outside because we've grown so much where the first year we did kids Easter, it was like 50 kids. And now, like I said, it's almost a thousand. So it's grown. And in the past, we were able to do it inside. And as it grows and grows and grows, um, we we moved it outside. So Easter egg hunts outside. The activities are outside. Breakfast is outside. So we're doing stuff like the pancake man, flipping pancakes. And Easter can be a dicey one as far as weather goes. And so our Easter party is always the day before Easter brunch. And all clubs know that Easter brunch is like the holy grail, the mecca of, of brunches. So. Our club was set for Easter brunch. So we're like, we can't do the party inside because it's set for Sunday's Easter brunch. So we have to do our Easter party outdoor, which was the plan. And it was maybe five degrees outside. Arctic winds, the like, um, the fryer, or not the fryers, the flat tops that they were doing all the pancakes, the pilot lights kept going out. Everyone was miserable. And so there's, they're letting people inside, just ruining the entire scent for the, the next morning. and. People were upset and we emailed everyone that morning saying, Hey, we're doing this thing outside. So dress the part. Like you need to come in your snow gear. It's that cold out. And, um, people show up in like sundresses and they're like, Oh, are we going to go? No. <laughs> what do you mean? You didn't wear coats and everyone was miserable. The, the entire thing was a failure and we were trying to do anything to get laughs. Right. And so our pool was full and it was you know, 33 degrees. It was probably iced over a little bit. I'm like, I'll just jump in the pool. Everyone will think it's fun. And it was so cold and, and it humored people for like three seconds. And then they were just back to being upset again as the worst Easter party of all time. And so now we talk about that every year when we're planning, Hey, what is the contingency plan? Like, let's make sure the inside is open where if we need to kind of flip on a dime, um, we can. And that was probably the worst event we've ever done just because, I mean, it's, it's great in the fact that it's memorable. We talk about it and, you know, we look at it like, okay, like we had to fail to know like what we did wrong. Um, but wow, that was so terrible. And we still talk about that one today. 
And that was three years ago, two years do ago, the, two years ago. Do the ago, members still talk about it too? Yes. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, yeah, <laughs> they still talk about it. the other one we had, um, we do a big tree lighting where we light up our splash park. So like we code our, our splash park in like a hundred thousand lights. So it's just crazy. And there's like five, 600 people who sit below it in front of a big Christmas tree. And then they do the big countdown. And so leading up to it, our boss, Andy just kept saying, it's going to work, right? It's going to work. And we, tr- we practiced it like 10 times in a row. Like, yeah, all you do is plug in the thing and it turns on like pretty simple. Right. And <laughs> so we get to the event and I'm standing up, like I get on a ladder and I climb all the way to where the bucket is. So I'm at the tip top of the splash park. Um, like basically hanging on the bucket like 40 feet in the air and i'm like on my i'm on the mic all right everybody let's do a countdown five four three two and they plug it in and literally it flickers and goes right off and it didn't like light up and everyone's looking at me and i'm looking at the people who are supposed to plug it in like oh that didn't work (laughs) i'm like let's try it again and three two one and flickers again and Everyone's like, uh, and it was really cold out. So everyone's like, oh my God, kind of grumbling and everything. So I'm trying to up, be up there, tell jokes while they're trying to figure out what's wrong with the thing. And apparently one of the extension cords had gotten wet um, and, and caused it to trip. And and then after about 30 seconds, they got it to kick back on and everyone was cheering and everything. But it's funny because everyone still talks about that one. Um, and it's kind of fun because like sometimes the failures are the best stories, you know, when an event when an event goes perfect, no one ever talks about it. It's the stuff that goes wrong that people love. Now, remember that one time the splash park didn't light up, or remember that Easter where you jumped in the pool and it was like sub zero temps? And yep, those are the best ones. No one ever remembers like the the ones Never. that ran smoothly. <laughs> Never. What, <laughs> what crazy stuff do you have planned for next year? We're gonna try to do a big spring carnival. Um, you know. A lot of times when you spend a lot of money, you're you're nervous because you have to get people to show up and come to the event. And so when you're talking getting Ferris wheels and merry-go-rounds and a gajillion like bounce houses and stuff, there's going to be some investment in that and 30 to, you know, $50,000 for uh, Easy. uh an event. You want to make sure you yeah, you want to make sure people show up to it. And so when we did our fall fest the first time, we were so scared because we spent about $40,000 on it and Luckily, we made money on it, which is crazy. Um, but same thing with this spring carnival is what we're calling it. Um, it's going to be our first time doing it, and we know we're going to spend a ton of money. So it's going to be our job to make sure people show up to it. And so it's going to be pretty cool getting a Ferris, Ferris wheel out like front that overlooks oh, the pool and the property, which is going to be really sweet. Yeah. So working with the carnival company that does that and travels around. So You're that'll be a really cool one. Some really good drone footage, definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that'll be a fun one. That's kind of our big one. Um, and we're going to oh, no, morph say, our... I'm oh, assuming then you've learned a lot from the fall carnival that's going to transfer over to the springtime carnival. And obviously, if that's good, people are like, oh, it was good in the fall. Yeah, it's going to be great yeah. in the spring. It's going to be great in the spring, yeah. And I think it's it's just a different time of year, so you just never know, like, and you want to make sure you dial in the perfect day to do it, that people aren't traveling, that school's out and, you know, people aren't going on vacation. So there's some risk reward type stuff, but it's one that we're, we're going to pull the trigger on, which it's always exciting doing a new event. 
I think that's the one thing with events is we get really bored doing the same events. And that's what, I mean, clubs do it. We do it too, where they just do the, they rinse and repeat. They do the exact same events every single year on the same weekend or whatever. And, and this year we're really trying to make an emphasis of that, that it's completely new. Let's, let's wipe the slate and try to do a bunch of new types of events. I like it. So, yeah. And it's, and if we're going to do the same events, how can we reinvent it to make it different where people come in that that was the best Halloween ever? Like that's going to be totally different than last year's Halloween. Gotcha. So. Yeah. What that's other stuff you got? I want to chit chat, say hello. <laughs> oh, there's got to be more than that. Yeah. I was going to tell the the time I ran over a kid with my Jeep, but I don't know if that one's ready for Zoom quite yet. You you, you told me the story when we were you in Omaha. You that as a teaser but, for another uh, video. By the way, I think a buddy, that, I think a buddy of mine deal. would do a really Go cool ahead. show for you guys. He's the magician for the Savannah Bananas. There's a magician for the Savannah Bananas? Mm-hmm. Is there really? His name's Jake no Schwartz. Who is it? Uh, okay. I think you guys would be a yeah, good collab. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, we'll have to try to get him to come up. Um, I was talking to Zach, who's their entertainment guy. Um, make sure the dates worked out for them again, trying to get them up here for, for Summit 2024. So I know, and that's why I was, I was thinking about that too with like Creative Summit is I think one of the challenges I have is how do you get people who came last year to want to come again, where you have things that are the same, but where you feel like you would want to come back the next year because it is completely different. But at the same time, there's some staples that like, yeah. I don't want to get rid of, right? Like Water Wars was so much fun. Goat Yoga was epic, like where you should do that again. But are there things you can add that make it a little different um, where people see value like, hey, I want to go to the Creative Summit again. And last year we had our first person who like had come back multiple years which was Ooh. cool to see um and she said it was completely different here's just good. like a thought is like what if you piggybacked so like you had like a middle day or a middle day and a half that was like the the repeat sort of and then the beginning and or like the end uh-huh so it's like so yeah like that's the variance so like oh you can come the whole time or if you like, you know, or like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like the one, two or three, it's like, uh, something where like, yeah, how you come that's in good the, idea. the sequence is. And the other thing, Maybe. I think that's where, like, if we do the creative summits in Arizona and Florida, oh, then yeah. they'll be completely different. Right. Because it's going to be a whole new area of the country, which is going to be cool. So. Trying to kind of figure that out, whether it's like more like or if it's like maybe if it's a a a topic or a session or something that's already kind of now. Sorry, are are you talking about the things that you do at the club or the things that you teach and go over? Probably both. I would say I think I think getting new speakers is good, but at the same time, you want speakers that you know, like okay, this is a tried and true speaker where, um, like yeah the bananas, right? Like people are like, Oh, but do they want to listen to them again? Um, it's always a thing like, and that's where it's like, or do you keep looking at people outside the industry? And I think that's part of the problem with what, like, like the communication summit, like there's going to be the same speakers who speak across the country 
over and over and over. And you don't want to keep hearing the same person over and over and over. Um, you, you're always looking for something a little bit new or maybe a new spin of something where I think you can still be the same speaker, but put a whole yeah. new spin on a new topic. Right. And so I think that's the, the challenge is not only new events, like do you scrap goat yoga and do trapeze yoga or, you know, and so I think that's the thing we run into is how do we make it fun for us too, where it's like refreshing a little bit in every Every year is fun because you get a whole new group of people that have a whole yeah. different dynamic. And like last year's group was awesome, right? And so, but the years before was, yeah, don't put that in there, but the year before. Oh, no, was I, I already had a <laughs> note to take out the past probably five minutes of what we've just been talking about. But um, really interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just one of those things. I think. The other thing is, so I'm reading the, the third yeah. door book, you know, that you were talking about and they were talking about like the, um, there's a part in there where he goes with this guy to this summit at this mountain, right. In Colorado. And it's basically like called, I think it's almost not, it's not called the creative summit, but it's like very similar. And it's all these young entrepreneurs from across the country that come in and who are, you know, yeah, revered in whatever they do. And, you know, it's like a whole like excursion weekend where they're going hiking and doing art and doing all this stuff. And is there an element of that that you can maybe, I don't know, take yeah. from? So gotcha. that's where I'm at. No, And then, right. so where, where I was just going <laughs> is if you do have people who have been there before, whether it's one person or a few, maybe then there's just one or two times throughout, or there's like a, Hey, you guys, uh, you know, everyone's gonna come this way. Oh, but Tim, Ben, whatever, we're going to go over here. And then there's like, you guys a, go do something else. It's a, yeah, hey, it's not we're going to go. We uh, have the uh, sous chef is going to do a thing with us. And uh, who, you know, whatever it is, it's just something. And and it doesn't have to even take up the entire time. It can just be, uh, it could be 20 minutes. That's it could idea. be 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be, let's say, like the segment going on is like 90 minutes. It could be 45 minutes. And then you just like come back and join or like uh, whatever. Um, you know, it's like, let's just say it's uh, the thing with drone flights, not about that, but like, you know, they can go to something else and as the drones are landing, whatever, then it's like, okay. Um, yeah. You could then, almost, like, I like that, that secret element too. too, where you could almost but, choose But then again, like, you, know, you have to make the choice. It's yeah. almost like, a, it's not like they, they think it's going to be X, Y, and Z, but it's like, oh, hey, by the way, you guys here, come on, come on with us. We, we, we have this other thing planned and it could just be yeah. even something just like a jam session and like a drink and like, you know, like a, it doesn't have to be anything major. It's just something different. It's just, uh, you know, maybe it's going over to like the bar yeah. and working with the bartender for 20 minutes and just having like a fun little thing. I don't. I like that. I think that's just something different because sometimes what we do is we take everyone outside of the pool and then like we just let them yeah. observe what we do. And that's where it could maybe be a yeah. little bit more hands on. I don't know. Could be cool, though. Try to think of what else. Yeah. When Rachel gets back, we'll have to do our 10 at yeah. 10 session and uh, just brainstorm ideas. Oh. And uh, I like that. I also, I also wrote down out. after is you can probably do the same thing with the paint, but with the Nerf guns. Yeah. Dip your, dip darts. your darts in them, you mean? Or or the darts are all already dip your darts. Or the dart darts are all already in there. Um, Dipping darts. Dip your darts. Oh. Million dollar dip and idea. darts. Dip and darts. See, like that is a um, that's a good one. My, my head visual is those like cheap white zip ups. Oh yeah, you're good. Someone's calling me right now, and it just says no. Oh. It just says country club. 
that's not my country club though i don't know who it is <laughs> um will i go to voicemail <laughs> it just says country club. uh but so <laughs> his son was funny <laughs> country club but um <laughs> 317. I, yo, I, I look at every area code before every call. I'm like, who is that? Oh, yeah. Really? 317 area code. California. California, I think? No, Indianapolis. Wait. I'm getting like nine. Indianapolis. Hmm. Uh, but no, so, so, so my, my <laughs> visual for like the uh, Nerf thing or whatever is those like those cheaper like zip ups so it's like that that white and yep. then just like the yeah the white painters outfit that's a good idea that's a really good idea see and that's like one that's like people would lose their mind over they're like oh my gosh that's the greatest event and it's always funny to me because people are like how did you do that and it's like well you can see how we did it it's like you wore white and then there's paint with dark like it's not rocket science it's and that's where it always kind of like, it's funny to me when people ask that question is, how'd you do that? People ask like, how'd you do the floor's lava? Well, you can see that we just threw a ton of shit in the pool and just jumped from one to the other. Now, I'll help you with some logistics. Like, okay, here's how we did the sign-up process. And here's like how people showed up to, to handle the numbers. I guess maybe that's what they're looking for. But a lot of times when people see, like, it's like, you can tell a lot from a picture or a video, like how to do an event. And that's where people, it always is funny when people ask me that question. Cause I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like, how did we do it? You can just see like, and how I did is might not be the right way. It's, Hey, do it however you want to do it. I just gave you a basic footprint of like, here's how it looks. You know, you bike around the golf course for the taco ride or for dip and darts. Like you wear white and you get shot at with Nerf guns. Like it's not rocket science, but sometimes people like make it like think it is, cool. but. Um, but it's creative events like that, like the dip and darts, like I'm loving this dip and darts thing, actually, by the way, I'm the, the shit, the thing that sucks is that I, I'm going to have to wait until I can be outside to do this event. So one, I just have to put in the queue for like three months and then rock in April or May. Yo, that would be. Cause I don't think, unless I can get washable yeah. paint, maybe I could maybe do it inside. You go to the inside. store to order, like, to get know, tarp. They call the police <laughs> on you thinking you're going to, like, be hiding bodies. This guy's doing a lot of tarp, uh, a lot of bleach, cleaning supplies. <laughs> I got a, I have this huge, like, inflatable maze I, I bought for Halloween. I, it's I, badass. <laughs> Did you ever see it? It's, it's huge. Like, it is so massive. And it's going to be, and, like, you get lost in it. There's about a million ways you can, like, we added it to our haunted house this year and it was so funny. Someone went in there, like a, a group of ladies went in there and they, they might've been hammered and it took them like 15 minutes to get out. And I'm like, what is going on? But doing that with like the dip and darts, like oh. that's like your central hub. And then you still have like little dynamics. Like we're going to make this so badass. It's going to be. Oh, so and cool. then what's, oh my goodness. Then you can get a, one of those cherry pickers. You can have like a. <laughs> a sniper one so you can see people from like the top Ooh. <laughs> pick them off <laughs> sniper nests see you're onto this stuff sniper nest haunted maze see it and that's what that's what i think a lot of clubs are really good at doing events right like there's a lot of clubs that do nerf night but it's how do you take nerf wars and nerf night and then how do you just do what we just talked about and make it 
a thousand times better than just going into a, a room and just shooting at each other for an hour, right? It's like, okay, well, we're going to have sniper nests. We're going to have mazes. We're going to have, you know, the darts that are coated in paint that you can actually see when you're hit. Like, how do you make it epic? And I think that that's what we're doing right now with this idea. Well, I, th then I also thought too, it could be fun. Crazy. I wonder if you can do a golf version. So with like golf balls with like paint on them and it's like glow in the dark. So it's like, they kind of already have like glow in the dark balls. But what if like they're painty? I just thought that was like a cool visual. Like just from like a visual standpoint, I was thinking like between social media, between yeah. the, the drone, you can get some really crazy footage. And then like your holes would be at the actual like gallon paint buckets where like you try to chip into the bucket and then I reach your hand and pull out like a paint thing. There you have it. As always, love chatting and get a, getting the fun creative juices flowing with Ben. Always a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Make sure you're connected with Ben on LinkedIn, all the socials. Go follow Champions Run. You can see all the amazing stuff that they do. As always, hope you all enjoyed this. Hope you're taking some little nugget, something away that you can use uh, to further yourselves, your careers, your clubs, your memberships experience. We're all just here trying to be good humans. As always, any and all support is always appreciated. Like, share, subscribes, five-star ratings, reviews. Costs nothing. It means the world. Until next time, catch on the flippity flip. flip.